When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Montreal Canadiens general manager Kent Hughes says he only has one number one goalie in the organization. Carey Price. What does that mean for Jake Allen? What does that mean for Samuel Montembeau? What does that mean for Caden Primo? If Price doesn't play this year, do the Canadians go out and acquire a number one goalie? If so, who's that goalie? Or who are those goalies that they should be looking at? And Price's future with the Montreal Canadiens. Does it rely on another player moving first or another player staying first? We'll tackle all of that. Ryan Sporer of the Hockey Writers joins me on the Sick Podcast. I'm Marinaro. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. With Tony Marinaro. The Sickest Montreal Canadiens Podcast. A 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Sports entertainment like no other. Brought to you by 8.6 Beer. Intense by nature. And Lacage. If the last time you went to Lacage was when the Habs won the Cup, it's time you went back to Lacage. The menu will surprise you. I'm Marinaro. It's the Sick Podcast. And yes, brought to you by 8.6 Beer Intense by Nature. The beer for those who follow their instinct and live their passions in order to make their mark. And Lacage. Lacage LaSalle. I've been there many times. Been to Lacage de Carry. On my way this week to Lacage Ville Saint Laurent. Already visited Lacage at the Bell Center. It's my mission to visit as many Lacage restaurants as possible in summer of 2022 so if the last time you went was when the Habs won the cup the menu will surprise you because it has since been revamped and their uh, their restaurants are looking they're just beautiful all right by the way we're going to be there on Saturday May 21st and celebrate our one-year anniversary of the sick podcast it was supposed to happen a couple of months ago in terms of the anniversary But of course, because of COVID, we put it off a little bit and then we're supposed to have it in April. And uh, some of our uh, our team actually, uh, unfortunately, came down with COVID, but all's well now. And uh, so we postponed that event. So it's going to take place on Saturday, May 21st. And this event is going to take place at La Cage de Cari. So if you want to RSVP, you should give them a phone call and you can do so. Joining me to talk about Cary Price after Kent Hughes says he's the only number one goalie the Canadians have in the organization. What does that mean for the other goalies? And what if he can't play? Or what if he can play, but he can't play too many games? Who should the Canadians target to be their next number one? I bring in Ryan Sporer of the Hockey Writers. 
Welcome to the program for the very first time. I hope it's uh, one of many. How are you? We're the first of many. I hope so too, and uh, I'm doing good. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Very good. Wow. If you and I were on the same line, I would be the power forward and you would be the skilled player. Look how big my shoulders are in contrast to yours. Actually, actually, uh, not really, okay? I don't know if you're on your uh, if you're on your tablet or your computer or your phone, but if you actually tilt it up, you'll be able to get to pretty much my level. See? There you go. A little bit more. Perfect. Good. Fantastic. Stay like that. Now I don't I don't look like Andre the Giant. Yeah, look, you, you look just as big as me. Perfect. It's really good, Ryan. It's all good. Uh, so, hey, uh, I read your piece in the Hockey Writers. Uh, you are a freelance writer. And awesome work, by the way. Really very much enjoyed it. You talked about pretty much the future of Carey Price. So talk to us about the future of Carey Price and what it relies on, really, with the you know besides his health, which is the obvious answer. Well, I mean, he uh, during the press press uh, media availabilities, post mortem availabilities, he had said that he is unsure of his future, and that he didn't really get any answers from the doctors his last time around. So that was obviously disconcerting. And Kent Hughes, the general manager, obviously said that he had said that uh, with regard to a question about cap flexibility in the off season that it depends on a variety of factors. And he cited, you know, Jeff Petrie. If Jeff Petrie gets traded, that's $6.25 million extra uh, in theory. And if price goes on LTIR, Shea Weber style, for example, that would, you know, give the Canadians additional breathing room to the tune of $10.5 million. So that's that's what we're, that's how the Canadians are in limbo uh, right now. Uh, Price is kind of a linchpin with regard to their... Well, if I can, if I can, if memory serves me well, Petrie is 6.25, but Weber is 7.857, correct? And a bunch of other numbers after that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, okay. So, but we do already, even though Carey Price doesn't have all his answers, we do have some of them. And the answers that we do have are, he played five games in the regular season. Um, two of them were, you know, nothing he can do in the first two losses. Loss number three and loss number four, he was not very good. The Canadians gave up 12 goals in those game in those games. He did win his first game of the season in the final game of the regular season versus the Florida Panthers team that pretty much sat half their team. He did say uh, that he was in pain. Um, he was in some discomfort. It would not be sustainable. He would not. He does not see himself playing 55 games, feeling the way he's feeling. So, we know he can't play 55. There's the possibility of another surgery. That's not off the table. He's going to go get a second opinion. Usually, you go get a second opinion uh, if you don't like that the first doctor is telling you that you're going to need another surgery, which he probably does. Um, but what if Carey Price can play 35? Is there anything the Canadians can do? Because obviously you don't want a goalie getting paid $10.5 million to play 35 games. But at the same time, Ryan, if you're a number, if you're another team in the league and Carey Price turns 35 in August and he only played five games last year and he wasn't overly convincing... He's got concerns about his knee. He might need another surgery. He's not getting younger. He's not getting better. He doesn't know how much hockey has left in him. 
He didn't rule out that this could have been his very last game. Do you go after Carey Price? I think asking the question is answering it, right? Yeah, I think he gave the answer for me. Thanks a lot. It's awesome. Um, yeah, in my opinion, there's no way any t- any team, self-respecting team, takes on Carey Price's contract. It just makes no sense, and that's in no shape or form a sign of disres- show of disrespect towards Price. It's just the circumstances. He's uh, thirty. He's going to be thirty-five. Yep. Knee issues, obviously. Plus, he has a, a, a no tr- no trade clause, so he would have he would have the- no movement clause, no movement. Yeah. So, and he he's got a record as saying that he hasn't envisioned himself playing for any other team. I say that, of course, and he did, you know, make himself available at the expansion draft. But now, most recently, he it's said, the it's the right thing to say. You're not going to say, you know, I see myself playing with another team. It's the right thing to say uh, for those who are watching. And you can uh, watch us, of course, uh, on on Facebook at the Sick Podcast and on Twitter at the Sick Podcast. Uh, some of our clips are there especially when we go live. You can find this there. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel as well and follow us there. Once we upload an episode or we go live, you will be notified. And so on all social media platforms. But uh, So talk to me about Jeff Petrie and uh, if the Canadians are able to move Jeff Petrie, if they're able to get rid of his contract, what they can do. And talk to me about LTIR for Carey Price, and if they're able to put him on LTIR, how that impacts their uh, their salary cap going forward? Well, if they are able to put Price on LTIR, they're you know, gaining 10.5 million in cap space, with which they would probably go use to pursue a goalie as a replacement. Um, so you've got, in my mind, three top options via free agency, Darcy Kemper of the Colorado Avalanche, Jack Campbell of Toronto Maple Leafs and Billy Husso of the St. Louis Blues, who's technically a backup, I suppose, to Jordan Biddington, but has so vastly outplayed him that, you know, he's he's the star of the show. But, of course, the Blues signed Jordan Biddington to a six-year, uh, $36 million deal last year, so they're kind of stuck with the guy unless they can cajole some team to take on his contract. Which goalie, if they need a number one goalie and they go out and those are the guys that are available, which one makes the most sense and why? It almost sounds like it's Huso. Correct me if I'm wrong. Huso is the youngest of the bunch at, at 27, if memory serves. Uh, but he also has the smallest sample size of success, shall we say. Um, I don't believe it would be a risky proposition, but I feel as though it would be a similar situation to what anti-ranta what the arizona coyotes did acquiring anti-ranta from the new york rangers uh, a few years ago obviously anti-ranta is now with the carolina hurricanes but for a while he had been a backup went to the arizona coyotes served as their number one goalie so he made the transition from backup to goalie and um the canadians if, if that's kind of the model of what the canadians are looking for um Huso would probably command somewhere in the neighborhood of 4.55 because that's around what mm-hmm. uh, Ranta made you know, a few years ago. And Kemper? I, I'm of the opinion that he might not even make it to market, to be honest, just because, you know, who who are the Colorado Avalanche going to pursue? Like, he's proven to, that he he's a good fit with the Avalanche. And, you know, 
I feel as though they're probably just going to try and resign him and, and, you know, give him a blank check for all intents and purposes. He's 32, so he's not old. And, you know, he's, in, he's entitled to, you know, his big payday, I think. And the other option you were saying? Yeah, Jack Campbell of the Maple Leafs. But again, if you're the Maple Leafs, similar to with Kemper and the Colorado Avalanche, you're probably trying to lock him up. The issue with the the issue with the Maple Leafs is you probably have to trade someone because you're you're you know right up at the cap if not over it at this point. But you know obviously goaltending is a critical position as Canadians fans can attest to. So I'm sure uh, Kyle Dubas will be looking to try and retain Campbell at all costs, and that might be you know making a trade. All right, you heard it from Ryan Sporer. Betway, for the love of the game, sign up and deposit on Betway for a 100% deposit bonus. The uh, easiest sports book for Canadians. E-transfers are accepted just like that. So if the Canadians go out and they acquire a goalie, Vili Husso of the St. Louis Blues might be your best bet, and you can place it on Betway. All right, okay. So then there's another option, and this is where I'm leaning. You want to hear it? Please. I'm so happy you said that, or else the podcast would have been over already. Did I have an option? I mean, I um, I want Connor Bedard. I don't want the Canadians to get better in goal next year. I don't want the Canadians to go out and sign an unrestricted free agent goalie. I don't want the Canadians to go out and sign an unrestricted free agent number one defenseman. I don't want the Canadians to go out and sign um, a. a a top line unrestricted free agent forward. Connor Bedard is a generational talent and I get it. It's not because you can finish last that you're guaranteed the number one pick overall. You do have the highest probability. Michkov is a generational talent. According to some, Fantilli might be better than the player that's probably going to go number one this year. And by the way, Central Scouting came out with their list. And they have Shane Wright at number one. So, I, you know, how do you acquire a generational talent if you're not going to draft him at number one or number two overall? So I'm hoping Carey Price comes back. You know, if he wants to play 30, he plays 30. I'm hoping the Canadians don't improve the team all that much. I think they're handcuffed with certain contracts. This is what I think is what's best for the organization. Now, there's people that are listening and people that are watching that are saying, no, we can't have another year like this year. But what if you do when you get Connor Bedard? Could you imagine how fun the next 10 years are going to be, Ryan? I mean, I personally like to see it. Um, I'm not so sure Kent Hughes and Jeff Molson and Jeff Gordon would like to see it. Um, you know, reports have indicated they're looking to be aggressive during free agency. I don't know how accurate those reports are, but I mean, Pierre Lebrun of uh, TSN, so take it with a grain of Well, he's fairly reputable. Um, very reputable. Very yeah. reputable. Yeah, no. So I, I would have to imagine that, you know, the, you know, Jeff Molson took one look at the standings, you know, from the start of the season to now and, you know, going downward and, realize that you know maybe this is so much so much fun for the fans and me and my you know the, the books um, yeah but what's one more year of suffering if it's going to mean 10 years of joy oh i'm not disputing that I, yeah I, no no i hear you and that's you know if jeff is watching jeff please 
You know, let's uh, all in for Connor Bedard here. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Okay. Uh, Marinero, shop all your sports license apparel, lifestyle apparel, including hoodies, caps, T-shirts of your favorite teams uh, from all major leagues. So as well as uh, those UFAs that we talked about, uh, once they sign on with a team, you can go out and buy their jersey and our sick merchandise. Take a look at this sweatshirt that says sick in big, bold Letters, you can pick it up at sportbuffshop.com. Use code 615 for 15% off on all of their items. All right, okay. Kent Hughes says the Canadians have one number one goalie in the organization. His name is Carey Price. You've had a chance to watch Jake Allen over the past couple of years as a Montreal Canadian. You think what? I think he's come as advertised. Um, It's no secret that he struggled in the number one role with the St. Louis Blues when he had it a few years back, and he only really thrived in a 1B role. And I think that's what the Canadians got in him, a 1B goalie who can, you know, step in and pinch. He's not a number 1A by any stretch, but he's performed sufficiently well uh, covering for Price in his injuries over the last two years. You know, I think his mediocre stat line is more a reflection of the team in front of him than anything else. But... Uh, I, if, if I'm the Canadians, I'm comfortable going forward with Jake Allen, yeah, uh, you know, as long as, you know, Carey Price is the 1A and he's the 1B. Actually, down the stretch, he got hurt, of course, and his agent came out and said, Jake played too much. Yeah. So if Carey can only play 22 or 32 going forward, not so sure Jake is comfortable with playing 50 or 52 or more than that. So there's something. So having said that, let's just say, Price comes back, yeah. fixes knee, everything's good, swelling goes away, inflammation goes away, he bounces back, he's great. Jake Allen's still your backup, or would you go with a younger Samuel Montembeau? Uh, Jake assume, Allen is under contract, I mean. Assuming Price is completely healthy, uh, yeah. still, I would still go with Jake Allen, just because, you know, Price is 35, and he, you know, even if he is completely healthy, he's yep. five and he's proven that he needs the best. So you go with the one B and that's assuming of course that you're, you're trying to yep. win and make playoffs, which is what, you know, all signs are pointing to. I, I don't think Samuel Montembeau, you know, I, th- I think Montembeau rose to the challenge and proved that he, 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 he proved a lot this year. He fought. He fought. He sometimes, yeah, he, he he just, in my opinion, is a third-string goalie, which is what he was billed as when the Canes acquired him via waivers. I don't think he's anything more than that, all due respect to him. All right, he- so now the big question, because, yes, Caden Primo was drafted in the seventh round, and, yes, it was 199th overall several years ago, but he had so much success at Northeastern. He had so much success with Team USA. There's a lot of us, and I'll include myself. I thought I, I was, at the time, the president of the Caden Primo fan club, that thought this kid could be the steal of the draft. He could end up being a gem. A couple of years into his pro career, Caden Primo was not as impressive this year as he was a year ago. Are you concerned? Well, I mean, I think saying that he wasn't as impressive is kind of uh, sugarcoating it a bit. He was pretty bad. I think he was pulled like five times. And that was just, well, he, he was thrown to the wolves. Let's not kid ourselves. Yeah. Uh, uh, but to a certain extent, the Canadians couldn't help it just because of the injury situation in that. So I understand to some degree, but also like 
it didn't do Primo any favors with regard to his development, and I don't blame him in the least. Um, Stefan Waite, ex-goalie coach of the Canadians, said that uh, ideally he'd be getting 200 AHL games in before he was ready for the NHL. He, he hasn't even reached 100 yet, so he definitely needs more seasoning before anyone can really assess his situation, in my opinion. But I agree, it's unfortunately not looking good right now. All right, okay. So how do you think things are going to shake out at the goalie position within the organization as far as next season is concerned? And if you could and you had some kind of magical power, how would you want it to shake out? If I had some kind of magical power? I'd probably, <laughs> I hate to say it, but. Um, Hold I, on a second. Hold that thought. I'm going to yeah. give you a comment. You ready? Sure. I think it would be best for both parties that the Montreal Canadiens and Carey Price move on from each other. Your thoughts. I, I was just going to say, I think it's it would be for the best if the Canadians were rid of that contract. And yeah, uh, I, I just don't see it happening via trade. I, I think Price would have to retire. Uh, or like, of course, go on LTIR. But yep. yeah, uh, I, 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 w- w- I bid him a good retirement. I think he's he's worn he's done the organization proud. All of his accomplishments, leading the team to the Stanley Cup final last season. I think he he'll go down in history as one of the top four Canadians goalies of all time. And that's no one. No one will probably admit it, Ryan. It's just out of respect. You don't want to. But it's probably what everyone wants. And, with, you know, think about Carey's career, right? 15 years as the goalie of the Montreal Canadiens must feel like a 26-year career somewhere else in the National Hockey League. It must be incredibly draining. It must be incredibly exhausting. He talked about, you know, a couple of years ago that he doesn't go out to do groceries anymore and stuff like that. He stays locked in his house. It must be very, very difficult we know that he entered the NHL player assistance program at the beginning of the season. We know he's had several injuries and several disappointments. He went to a couple of conference finals. He went to the Stanley Cup final last year. They lost in five. They were very much demoralized, but he's made all the money in the world. He's had a 15-year career. He's played more games and and you know, who knows how many goalies in the history of the National Hockey League. He's won more games than most and and the Canadians are not at a point where they can, they're going to win now or be a Stanley Cup contender now. They'd love to probably get that 10.5 off the cap, like you mentioned. It's probably what both parties want, but no one will admit it. I think it's what the Canadians want. And uh, I, I can't say uh, for sure about price, but you know, judging by what Hughes' uh, post-mortem press availability, what he said, just going on record talking about how you know, the 10.5 million off the books would give them additional cap flexibility. I mean, that's kind of a telling thing to say if you're the Montreal Canadiens. Uh-huh. Like, and this is what I, I wrote in the piece. Like, if Carey Price is one of the top goalies in, in franchise history at this point. Yeah. If there is a realistic chance that he can come back, you kind of give him every opportunity in the world to do so. Uh-huh. You, and you place kind of a moratorium on any talk to the contrary. And clearly that's not the case. And if he can't come back and this is it for Carey Price, how do the Canadians honor his career? You know what I'm getting at? Yes or no to 31 in the rafters. 
Everyone has an opinion on this one. I'd like to hear yours. I think he's ultimately going to get a retired. He, he is the franchise leader in, in, in wins. So on that basis alone, for sure. Um, I, I, I honestly don't see it not happening. I don't see it happening anytime soon. Steve, Lush, Steve Schutz, 22, and Jacques Lemaire's 25, um, have not been retired. That's a lot of goals. That's a lot of assists. That's a lot of points. And that is a lot of Stanley Cups. Did they have a great team compared to Carey Price? Yes. But, you know, hockey's not fair sometimes. You might not have a great team, but you, you still have to go out and win that Stanley Cup. And they weren't able to do so with Carey Price not saying that it's on him, but they just weren't. And that's, you know... If you don't win a Stanley Cup, your jersey's going to get retired in Montreal for another team? Yes. Carey Price plays for another team in the National Hockey League. They're retiring his jersey. He plays for Colorado. They're retiring it. He plays for, um, you know, Winnipeg. They're retiring his jersey. He plays for, uh, you name it, Ottawa. They're retiring his jersey. He plays for the Montreal Canadiens? Not so sure, Ryan. I mean, I, I see your point, no doubt. Um, and I agree it's going to be a while, for sure. I'm and all about good points, by the way. I'm not, just all, I'm not just about looks. I'm not just a pretty face, you know. Well, now I know. Uh, thanks for having me on again. This hey, thanks for doing this, and I'll get you on again. Uh, Ryan, why don't you tell people where they can go out and read your articles? Because you write specifically on the Montreal Canadiens for the hockey writers. Yeah, so you can find me on the Hockey Writers page, uh, on, on the Hockey Writers on the Montreal Canadiens page. I write every few days, so you can find my postings there. And on Twitter, you can follow me at rsporer, so R-S-Z-P-O-R-E-R. -E that's where you can find me. And that's where they can read your articles. You're going to be on again, so they're going to get used to thanks uh, used to you. Thanks for doing this, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. There you have it. Ryan Sporer, Marinero, the sick podcast. Follow us on all social media platforms, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and of course, subscribe to our YouTube page at the sick podcast. Marinero. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast with Tony Marinero on YouTube. Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by 8.6, Intense by Nature, and Lakage. If the last time you went to Lakage was when the Habs won the cup, it's time you went back to Lakage. The menu will surprise you. <laughs>